Welcome to the Smart Home Show. Hey, this is Jason from Smart Home Show. Um, today we have Ravi from Sutro talking about uh, smart pool monitors and and all things smart related to your pool. So thank you for coming on and I look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Jason. Yeah, my pleasure. So I will admit, I know nothing about pools. Like I have a pool, I know nothing about the pool. <laughs> I have this pool monitor. So like maybe it'd be helpful for you you'd explain it to me. Let me open it up. Um, but like, I didn't want a house with a pool as I don't want to take care of the damn pool. Um, oh, it's on my, oh, I got to find it. But, um, and we have a pool guy, right? Mm -hmm. and, um, and so what is, what's your target market? Is it, is it so that people could manage the pool themselves or to educate the, or help the pool people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let me, let me kind of just backtrack really quick. So my, my actual background um, growing up picture, you know, the, sun shining down in Los Angeles, dad had a chain of pool and spa supply stores. Oh, cool. So, you know, worked behind the counter testing water, um, installed everything from pumps to filters. I've done acid washes. We used to, we used to run routes, right? So the same, your, your pool guy, um, I see that exact same thing. And wow. so that entire kind of vision got me thinking about Sutro. And I'm like, how do I basically package up everything that I used to do at my dad's pool store and put it inside of a monitor? So that users um, that have swimming pools can basically better understand their water chemistry and act upon it as, as I would have done, you know, if somebody came into the pool store. And so through that technology, we, we learned that having a full stack solution is cool, but it's actually really, really hard to build. Um, and so the, the, the way that we actually crafted Sutro is actually an appendage to your pool store or to your pool service technician. Um, so kind of very simply what the technology does is you just drop that Sutro in your swimming pool. It measures the chemistry and on your application, whether you have iOS or Android, will tell you exactly what to do to your pool and when. Um, and so, you know, naturally you would be out there um, putting in chemicals. Um, actually, Jason, you have a, you have a pool guy. So let me, let me actually backtrack really yeah. quick and talk about the market. So sure. the U.S. has about 14 million pools and spas total. Around 12% of the U.S. household stock has actually a residential form of water in their backyard. Um, out of those 14 million pools and spas, about 10 to 15% of those people are, are like you. They have pool service technicians that come to their household. Um, the other 85%, 80 to 85%, actually go to a pool store and test water themselves. Um, so to your question of kind of, you know, who do we sell to? The Sutro is a water you know, measurement technology, and so we sell to everybody. Um, we primarily sell to the B2C people that are you know, measuring their own water chemistry, taking that little dipstick, looking at the colors, figuring out exactly what they should do, and then putting chemicals into their swimming pool. The Sutro really helps um, them because we've automated a process that they otherwise would be doing. For the pool service technician, this actually makes them um, smarter, better, faster, you know, makes them more money as well because they, instead of being reactive and showing up at your house and measuring the pools and the chemistry, they will actually know against their entire portfolio and, entire, and their entire fleet, what pools need health you know, information, what pools don't, right? They could see, I have a hundred Jason Wades in my portfolio and I know that 
these three over here are having water problems. They may have just had a party. And so, hey, I should probably prioritize going to their house first because they might end up with green algae. Um, so the Sutro does help all water chemistry against both sides of the market, whether you have a pool service technician or not. Yeah, that's, is that, do they have a special interface to see multiple clients or how, how do they, yeah. They do actually, yeah. We just launched um, the Sutro Pro app about a month oh, ago. Um, and wow. it's only for industry folks that have, you know, multiple pools that they're managing. But if, um, you know, Joe's pool and spa service has a hundred pools, they can open up the Sutro Pro app and see wow. their hundred pools with the hundred Sutros inside that application interface. Wow. Um, it, I am very impressed. I like, it shows the pool temperature, which is <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> Mine's at 77. What is, what's the average pool temperature? Like is. Yeah. The, the average pool temperature we see sometimes in the, like the warmer months, it'll rise up to 85, 82 to 85 degrees. And, you know, Los Angeles, Arizona, Texas. Yeah. Um, in the colder months, we have some pretty cold pools right now. We can, we can look at a few of them and they're like at 45 degrees, 50 degrees. I would, I would not jump in that water. Wow. I jump, I might jump in at 77. Yeah, um, it shouldn't be too bad. If you're if you're swimming a few laps, you might get you might get warmed up. <laughs> and um, all right, so with mine, it shows the alkalinity is okay at one eleven, mm -hmm. and free chlorine is is green is okay because that's I, you know it's color coded for the, if it's okay, and so it's three point one, and then the pH is eight point two. We have a saltwater pool. Is that and so sh should I text my pool guy? What, what is the response to that, to the, the 8.2 pH? Yeah, it's actually, it's actually interesting with, with saltwater pools. So, so yeah. saltwater, if you look at salt, it's NaCl, right? Sodium, sodium chloride. Um, and so basically what you're doing with the saltwater pool is you're still chlorinating it because there's the chloride part of salt that's actually chlorine. What ends up happening with the saltwater pool is your pH will continuously keep going up which is why you're seeing that 8.2 there. Um, mm -hmm. And so many, many saltwater chlorinators will actually come with an acid feeder, if you've seen those around, um, which will decrease your pH as you're increasing the chlorine level. And uh -huh. so, you know, usually what you should do and what the Sutro is telling you to do is that your 8.2 pH is a little high. Uh, we need to get you back down to that range. And if you click on that pH button, it'll okay, actually yeah. tell you what the, what the ranges are that you are and what range you should get to. So it does have the target range as well. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm clicking on it. And then it says complete chemical profile beneath it. Mm -hmm. Which actually is an interesting point that you touch on. So for people that are DIYers that go and you know, shop at you know, Leslie's Pool Supply or at a Home Depot or to their mom and pop pool, sh uh, pool shop or Florida, you guys have Pinch a Penny. Um, what the Sutro does is you can actually fill out that chemical profile and just scan the barcode on all your chemicals. And we have a growing database of over 1500 chemicals. So Sutro works with everything. We don't tell you to you know, force you into any particular chemical regimen. Um, we wanna work with what you as the user are comfortable with. And so you could just scan that barcode and it'll tell you exactly what of that chemical with a little nice picture to put into your pool to fix it. Wow. It's really cool. I mean, I, uh, I'll ask, like I like to, you know, in this in the podcast, I like to ask questions like as they come because it's it's really, I mean, I like to view things like from the user perspective because especially in this case, I'm like total, like if it's the Ring app, like I'm flying through it and, and noticing what's new and and what's working and not working. 
usually works. Uh, but it is okay. So overall, like what I like about honestly, like what I like about Sutro is, and and it's I would like to let me know, like of course, to give props to whoever. Like all the design is beautiful. The design of the hub with the extra battery charging in there. I wish like other people would copy that. Like, <laughs> and I'm not a big fan of hubs, man. But like, if you're gonna do a hub, make it useful, right? You're exactly. Not, like, pretty and green and has it charges the extra battery in it. Like, even the rope on the on the on the the module is is it looks cool. Like the color looks cool. Like all about. It. Can you talk about like the product? design and even the packaging is it's very well-rounded it's very if apple made a pool monitor i don't know if it'd be this good <laughs> thank you yeah the, the 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 design process was actually a really fun process to go through we used um a design firm by the way called enlisted design um they're based out of oakland oakland california and yeah. um bo bo oiler is my god he's he is like the designer of designers yeah. Um, but just some of the some of the kind of Easter eggs and and interesting thoughts around the actual design that we went through. Um, the when you open up the Sutra monitor, it kind of screws open and then it, and then it pulls up. Um, that was actually modeled off of the flux capacitor. So we were, oh, we were fans of Back to the Future. And so if you envision a little bit of dry ice kind of popping up through there, you know that's that's where that initial yeah. um, came from. And then, um, as you notice, there's also a cartridge that comes that has the testing reagents that we ship to you every month. Um, that was actually modeled off of a cassette tape. So we wanted to make sure that people are familiar with the you know, size and interaction of the way that you put a cassette tape into like a Walkman or something like that. Yeah. Um, and you know, as, you, as you think about the kind of global picture of where Sutra lives, water's beautiful, right? You look right. at your backyard, you have that really beautiful pool, you have your landscaping, um, your nice lights in the evening. You know, you have your Bose system out there that's playing your music in the evening. Why do all pool things just look so ugly? Mm -hmm. And so we said, we need to design a beautiful thing that fits the beauty of water and fits the beauty of your backyard. So it doesn't look like a sore thumb that's sticking out inside of this amazingly beautiful swimming pool you have. Um, and so that's why we just put so much thought into, you know, the way that it floats, the way, you know, kind of how buoyant it is. And if you, if you look under the hood, right, that thing is a complex precision piece of robotics. There, there's literally pins inside there. It's literally like you have 50 scientists that are in little lab coats that are running small little science experiments every single time you take a test. Yeah. Um, and all that information gets sent up to the cloud, but you, we don't want you to see any of that, right? We want to kind of mask it so that you're given as the user what you need to know, which is, is my pool good to swim in? What temperature is it? And is my chemistry healthy, right? That's kind of all you really care about. And that's what we wanted to surface in the design and on the application as well. So at eight, would I notice the pH of 8.2? Is that noticeable when you jump um, in? You may notice it based off of um, your eyes burning. Oh, um, yeah. Because many times like a low or a high pH will affect your eye chemistry because your eyes is a certain pH. Um, and so a lot yeah. of times that's, that's where burning eyes actually come from. And apparently you're never supposed to swim with contacts, which I didn't. <laughs> I didn't yeah, know it's, <laughs> it's 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 not advised because the water can get stuck in between there. It's always good to take it out. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Yeah. I've got. I have to wear bifocals so I can't even wear contacts anymore. <laughs> oh my God. And I have so many. I have a bunch of contacts left, and I try and wear them every now and then when I'm working, and I like can't see. It's. Uh, yeah, I have the I have the exact same problem with that. That's why that's why I actually moved to these uh to these Warby Parker glasses. I do love Warby Parker, by the way. So. Yeah, me too. I've got. 
Yeah, I've got their bifocals. And are yours bifocals? No, mine are not. Mine are just the, the regular, but they are transition lenses. So I used to be yeah. horrible at wearing sunglasses outside, and now I'm just forced to wear them, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll get a headache if I don't. So I've got, I thought I was being smart and getting the bifocals with the transitions. But, and then I got just the sunglasses and like, I don't know, it gets confusing. But Warby Parker's great. Plug for oh, Warby yeah. Parker. Oh my God. Yeah, like, and they get you, I, and you know, they replace the lenses if they get scratched, like within yes. a year. Yeah. This so. is, I mean, this is like a, a, a model of great service, right? And like, we, yeah. we as a brand also want to look to brands like Warby Parker to say, how do we give that same, you feel good when you walk out of there, right? And we want to give you that same feel good feeling. That's funny you say that because yeah, now in my head, I can literally exactly what you're saying, like how they package stuff, how they ship stuff, the branding, it's simple, but yeah, the customer service is great. Yeah, very, very similar. And like, um, oh, that makes so much sense, like with the, the design perspective and stuff. Another good brand is Lalabo. Have you ever checked them out? No, They're, I haven't. What's it's that? a freak. It's a fragrance brand. Um, okay. They have the house scent for the Fairmont hotels. Hmm. Um, it's Rose 31, but like all their, from their stores to their packaging, to their emailers, it's just gorgeous. It's huh. just so, yeah, so consistent. Well, I'll have to check it out for inspiration. Definitely. Yeah. I'll send it to you. Yeah. Um, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, all right. So back that, that segment was brought to you by Warby Parker and Lalavo. <laughs> <laughs> I wish man. <laughs> I think what Warby Parker does though is they get you hooked, you know, because 90, was it $95 for single yeah. vision? Such a great deal. And, but then when you need bifocals, oh my, it's like 400 bucks. I mean, it's yeah. still worth it, but. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so what was, uh, I, okay, back on track, I'm sorry. But yeah, I am, um, and, and it works in hot tubs as well, right? Correct, yeah, it works in yeah. hot tubs, works in swimming pools, uh, works for both of them. Um, and, I think I think I emailed you or, or Jim, who you have like helped me get the word out about. We have a problem with it's. It, I hate to say it, but a raccoon pooping in her pool. <laughs> have you ever seen this? It's, I have seen a few stories of like rats and animals getting stuck in skimmers, but um, a raccoon pooping in a pool is actually a completely new story for me. Apparently, they're clean, smart animals. I don't know, and so like. At night, I see the floodlights come on and they're in my backyard. So I try and scare them away. But like, and it, it, it looks like a, it's, it dissolves into be like a dirt. It looks like dirt. It's very strange. And so we've trapped them. But I was at a house the other day over in, where was I? Merritt Island. And they had a fountain that poured into their pool. And uh -huh. I saw that same re like residue or sediment or whatever. Uh -huh. And I was like, I think you got a raccoon pooping in your fountain. And they're like, yeah. So what I'm curious, um, is there any way, like I know it, now there is, but is there any way I wonder to like, cause I think maybe that's a Southern thing, like in, um, to, to monitor that, maybe the toxins in the water um, eventually. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the kind of beauty of the way that we've designed the Sutro cartridge yeah. is we use um, your regular reagents, right? And so if yeah. there's reagents to measure um, things like contaminants, things like um, what they call as like BOD or biological oxygen demand, uh, yeah. which is where like, you know, fecal matter and urine yeah. and stuff like that will actually come into place. Um, we can actually retrofit the Sutro sensor to do that. And it is on our roadmap to actually make the Sutro sensor a lot smarter than it is today. 
Yeah. Um, but totally. I think that would be yeah an amazing yeah. idea to add more sensors on there to, to kind of correct for things like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, now with COVID everybody's worried about everything, but I don't know if you have kids, um, but I, I have a daughter and when she was much younger, uh, things happen in that pool. It's pretty <laughs> great. And like you, you're like, you're like chasing it. So you get in the, out of the pool. So it doesn't like dissolve and just overall gross yeah. you out. Like, cause you know, that's in there, but it would be, it, it'd be good to know, like, uh, It'd be interesting to see like that for that like i mean it, it's a big pool of water it's probably not yeah. overall gonna i mean i don't know how at what level how many kids could poop in that pool of raccoons before it's <laughs> unsafe but you know like it's it'd be nice to like know okay this is a fecal free pool yeah um, yeah no totally i think that'd be that'd be really yeah. interesting i'm gonna go ahead and give that to the to the chemistry and development teams and see what they can come up with <laughs> Because <laughs> I even wonder because they do it on like the first step, they come mm -hmm. and I think they like wash themselves and then they like go because I've seen it in other people's pools also. Huh. Actually, a, a, a builder I know thought people were throwing poop in his pool, and I was like, "Nah, dude, that's a raccoon." It's like just these raccoons. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'll, 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 I'll keep an eye on it. Maybe we'll maybe we'll like survey our southern customers to say, "Man, do you guys have a raccoon pooping problem?" Because we need to yeah. check this out. Yeah, it's a hot market. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I wonder though, I wonder like how that would, but um. so I change, how long do the filters last? Because I recently changed mine and, mm -hmm. and that was a cool experience. Like it said, set aside 14, 15 minutes. And like, I think I was running late. So like I waited a few days and I was like, I got to spend 15 minutes on this. I got it out, tried it, wiped it off and then take it from here. Like, yeah, so. The way that that works, and 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 as I kind of mentioned, there's there's this the sutro is a precision piece of robotics. So yeah. what we're basically doing, um, and to the to the folks out there that basically test their own pools, right? Yeah. Um, what you would do otherwise is you would take a a, a water sample with a test kit, right? And you yeah. take those little red drops and you put little five red drops inside there. You'd shake up that water and you look at the color. Um, those four steps are the exact same four steps that are happening inside the sutro. And so one thing actually that would be really cool for you to do, Jason, is um, take a take a screwdriver to that cartridge. We'd love for you to take it take it apart, take a take a look at it, and see oh, cool. the like intricacies that are inside there. Um, but at you know at the at the highest level, basically what we're doing is we've taken that thing that's basically about the size of your finger, right? When you take a, a regular size of water with five drops of this reagent, and we brought it down to something that was the size of your finger to something that's the size of your fingernail. And so we've really shrunk down the test kit. And that's actually what's happening inside of that little cartridge. We're basically just taking really, really small droplets of this liquid. And the sutro is actually looking at the color as you would, or as your pool guy would, the actual color of the water. Um, and so what happens at that cartridge change process is it just takes the screws down. You pull out the cartridge, you put a new one in, you change out the battery because one has been charging in your hub, close the thing up and put it back inside your water. Um, yeah. And so it, it, it's supposed to be a really quick process. I think we say 15 minutes just in case, yeah. but uh, yeah, that's, that's how it works. Yeah. But it did this cool, like, I think it drained water or mm -hmm. popped up all on its own. It was exactly. Yeah. It was, that was really neat. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a straight up a robot. I mean, literally inside there, it has a flushing mechanism. It has a pumping mechanism. It, yeah. it uses a computer vision to measure colors. So all of that's happening in that little, little package that you're seeing floating in your pool. It's amazing. Is it, 
do you manufacture here or do you source from? Yeah, yeah it's, it's actually manufactured in China. Um, oh, the wow. majority, I mean, we, we entirely designed it in California. And then actually yeah. all the cartridges are made and assembled and manufactured in the U.S. Oh, cool. um, so those cartridges are being shipped out of Los Angeles that you're getting. Is there a connection to Canada? Because like when I posted something, I got a lot of like likes from Canada. Uh, from Canada? Canada. Yeah. Uh, maybe. We, uh, one of our strategic investors is up in Canada and Quebec. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, so there's a lot of a lot of Canadian folks that are that are interested in the technology and that also are working with us. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that. It's um, I mean, it's really cool. So what's um, what how how long has it been out and how long have you guys been around? And then like, what's what do you foresee the future to be? Yeah, we've been we started about five years ago. Um, so I've been I've been at this for about five years. Um, we launched the Sutro V1 product back in May of 2020. Um, so a little bit, little bit late to the summer season, but we really ironed out a lot of the kinks that we have um, to give you kind of the product that you're seeing today. What the future looks like um, 2021, 2022, is we, we definitely want to um, saturate the U.S. market. We want to make sure that, you know, everybody has clean water. That's like Sutro's mission and ethos is we, we built ourselves as a, as a water company. We're not just a pool company. We want to understand water chemistry. Um, and so that's why the scent, that's why we put so much thought and so much idea into the sensor and didn't just kind of, you know, plop something together that you can just toss into your swimming pool. Um, so the future of Sutro basically looks like a more deeper connection into pool service technicians, right? So the guy that you have coming into your home, we'd love to get more of them on board. Uh, we have our, and are working on partnerships with pool stores. So for the other 85% of the market that goes to a pool store, uh, we want to correlate that information that they're taking with the test at the pool store with what the Sutro is reading, right? So you think about it this way, the Sutro is the Fitbit on your wrist that tells you, hey, Jason, you know, get up, you've been sitting at your computer for too long, but that doesn't stop you from needing to go to the doctor, right? And so yeah. the doctor is your pool store, the Sutro is your Fitbit. And we wanna link both that information together so your pool store can see your Sutro data yeah. and your Sutro can also talk to your pool store. That's uh, really cool. So that's gonna kind of be in the, in the next year to year and a half that we're gonna be launching. Um, how is the, I, I know, is it the new version that has the cell phone chip in it? Um, or how are you, how does that go? Because I think mine isn't connected by, to Wi-Fi. I think it's, yep. yeah. We do have um, an LTE version that we're testing and you were, you were one of our yeah. beta testers that helped get, get us that up. Oh, um, part of the future is we want to, you know, as you know, it's setting up so much IoT, right? You're, as Doorbell Ninja, you're doing, you know, the ring and you have a Google Home and all that stuff the process of setting up IOT is just so cumbersome, right? It's like, it's really irritating to set the thing up on Wi-Fi and all this stuff. We want you to get from zero to one in like less than 30 seconds, right? If you can plug in that hub, it's on LTE, you put the cartridge, the battery and the monitor, and then we have that in your pool. Um, the eventual goal of Sutro is to get like, you snap your fingers, the thing's set up and it's in your pool. Because um, why you bought the product is to make sure that your pool's safe to swim in. And so the quickest way that we can get you there is the way that we want to build the technology. Um, so yeah, that yeah. will be the next generation of the Sutro that, that we were rolling out. Yeah, because it was so simple, I, I complicated it, messed it up, <laughs> tried to get, <laughs> try to get a, because that's the first thing I do, literally like today, I had a install, I, I take the, the ring doorbell out, I plop the battery in it, I asked them to download the app, and then, um, yeah, it's like I, I ask them what their password is, or I ask them to enter their password for the Wi-Fi. But yeah, this, because like, 
I, I mean, I think the way you're doing it is the way of the future. And I think eventually everybody will do that. I know that like 3G is sunsetting and then they go to mm-hmm. 4G and there's a cost for it and stuff. Um, and, you know, Ring has it in the in their alarm system. They have the battery and um, a, a chip. So that's, you know, redundant. So if the power goes out, it's still working. Um, and that's, no matter what, yours is still working if it has, you know, LTE. And that's exactly. really cool. Like, even exactly. I, and I wonder, I think that's the future. Like even cameras and doorbells will eventually have that, um, especially if you're paying for cloud backup and all that other stuff to Google or Ring. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? And and even if it goes to just like still shots or something, you know, for those devices, whenever it's on that level, but, you know, power goes out, internet goes out. It's uh, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And so, yeah, having that, having that external backbone around LTE cellular, you know, 3G, 4G uh, makes the world a difference. You're right. Because you can at least get that data back to your, back to your phone. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Cause today I won't ramble on, but it was, uh, I I, I realized like the beauty in that. And I've I've started to encourage people. um, I don't want to give it to them, but maybe on bigger jobs have a, a, universal power supply you know like a power Mm. strip with a battery because everybody asks what happens when the power goes out what happens i'm like well if you have this battery backup that you have your modem and your router plugged into everything works as normal as long as the devices are battery powered exactly um yeah it's it's but you know even to just have it not even that it's just communicating direct i mean i think that is the way and it's it's interesting to see how forward thinking you guys are um with that Thank you. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did make those decisions very early on, and it it, it was to simplify the uh, the onboarding yeah. experience, definitely. Yeah, it's um. So what what is the the pricing? Did it change um from being an an upfront to being more of a subscription? Yeah, we uh, we are actually we have two different plans out there. Um, mm-hmm. So there's the basic and the premium. Um, and so it's one hundred ninety nine dollars down basically to get the device delivered to your household. And then it's either $29 or $39 per month. Um, we also have what we're calling the Believer program. Um, and the Believer is uh, for folks that are interested in like API access, people that want to kind of, you know, be part of like the developer team, right? This is like the the, the guys that really want to like break Sutro, figure out, you know, how, how we can develop and build around it. And that one is actually $699. Um, we give you one year of cartridges for free. And then after that, you get um, all of the benefits of premium after the first year for the price of basic. So $29.99 a month. Cool. Um, how much How much are the cartridges? Uh, the, the cartridges are all rolled in. So there is oh. there is no cost for the cartridge. We just wanna make oh. sure that your system is up and running. So we just deliver that to the household under the subscription. Yeah, and it was when I, I think I did ours right before winter. So I kind of, for a while didn't pay attention, but how long do the filters usually last and the batteries usually last? Yeah, the cartridges are tuned to about uh, to basically have a hundred shots inside there, um, and then we test three times a day, right? So, basically, in about a month's worth of time, your cartridge will deplete. You'll have a new one in the mail, like you just saw, and you do the cartridge change, and then you yeah, just pop you. that back into your swimming pool again. Oh, cool! I thought it, it seemed like it was longer than that, but maybe it wasn't. Um, I think it's cool, especially like whenever I'm back using the pool quite a bit. Um, have, have people? Are there other features that people might have asked for? Like, I know it sounds hokey, but like a Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> like yeah, we, with... <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, people actually have they, uh, very early on. People did ask for a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. Um, we obviously have you know battery battery considerations to look at there from yeah. like a development standpoint. But um, yeah. 
what else have people asked for? So we're going to be rolling out a history feature. So you can actually oh. start to see all of your readings in, um, in basically a historical chart. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that we're building as well is we're building machine learning so that you can, um, the Sutra system begins to learn your pool mm -hmm. so that uh, every single, you know, water is different, like across mm -hmm. the board. And so well water in Florida might be very different than, you know, tap water in California. Um, and they kind of run differently because the UV load is different, the humidity is different. So we're going to be basically building smarter algorithms around um, testing. So we can actually begin to tell you how to, what chemicals to put in there before um, you actually need to know that. Um, so that's something we're going to be rolling out. And then the kind of third major piece is, like I mentioned, that, that linking back to your pool store. So we really want the users, the consumers to be um, equipped with full data of their swimming pool. Um, and so in a sense, you know, the same way that you would go to a doctor's office and you have, you know, all the shots you've taken and, you know, all the, what your blood pressure is and what your height is and what your weight is in kind of a, in like what Apple is calling Apple health. Now we want to do the same thing and just call it, you know, your, your pool, right. And your pool will have all the pool stores you visited, all the chemicals you use, um, the actual stature of your water, how much it's changing over time. Um, so you can really get a full blueprint and a full, full picture of what's actually happening with your swimming pool. And that's going to come in collaboration with um, the pool stores that we're working with around the U.S. Have you seen this, not to get be too ADHD here, but it is, <laughs> it is what I is. <laughs> Anyways, um, the guy, there's a guy, it, did you ever go to Launch Festival? The Jason yeah, Calacanis? Yeah, which is Jason Calacanis, yeah. Yeah, like, I think I went to the last one they did in the U.S., like, it was at in San Francisco near that. It was that fancy building. It was like not. Was it two thousand eighteen? I think. It was eighteen or nineteen? I don't oh, think it was. Like, it was in Fort Fort Mason or something like that, right? Wasn't it like right in the marina? I went to that one, and actually in line, I forget if he was in front of us or behind of us, was Gavin Newsom. Oh, and, interesting. And my friend was like, "What's up, Gavin?" Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that was a great one, you know, like you just see everybody walking around, you know, I think mm -hmm. I have an Andreessen Horowitz pen. Like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. so I'm sure those guys are checking you out. I mean, this is awesome. Um, anyways, to the point. And so, yeah, and then after that one, he did one at the Palace of the Fine Arts or something right yes. there. Yep, yeah, yep. that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Like the Stripe guys and Bill Gurley and that was a good one. Anyways, what was my point? Oh, the, the guy who taught or who gave the speech, Sonny, I think his name is like Maya Guba or something okay. on sh street teams. It was like the most attended speak uh, talk. Let me, I keep saying that, but let me say it. Sonny, let me see if I can. This is, there's a point to all of this. I can't type. I need to look on LinkedIn. Oh, he was at, he oh, was, at uh, was that? Yeah. He was at Swimply, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's his new thing, I think, isn't it? Where they're like, it's like an Airbnb for pools. Correct, yep, they, they are building the Airbnb for pools, yeah. Is, that's very interesting. Like, I wonder, I would assume they would, have you talked to them or are, there, are they using yeah, we something? Did, we did talk to Swimply early on um, and they're actually on our roadmap as, as partners to potentially work with in the future as well. Definitely, if you're, if you're Airbnb yeah. in your pool, you know, if you could know what the water chemistry is before you jump into that pool. Yeah. That would be extremely valuable information, definitely. Yeah, for liability, for everything. And even I, like for like public pools. And is there a limit to the gallon size? Um, like, you know, some public pools would be 
huge, way bigger than, I don't know what mine is. I think I put that it's, it's a big pool. It's like, you might know, but it's like nine feet deep, I think. Yeah, I think, I, th I think what I saw on your account was, I think you have like a 30,000 or 25,000 gallon pool, something like that. Does that sound about right? Like it's a big pool. That's about the, yeah, like kind of a little bit larger than average, definitely. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I put 18,000, but I don't know. I should ask my pool guy, he would know. <laughs> <laughs> He's an anti-vaxxer, by the way. It's very, uh, very strange conversations. He's a great guy, but oh my God. Florida, Florida's a funnel of crazy. Have you been to Florida? I have been to Florida. Yeah, we actually did a, a, a road trip from um, Orlando down to Key West and back up. Yeah, uh, oh, cool. It was, it, was, it was awesome. It was really cool. That's cool. We used to live in the Keys in Alamorada. Okay, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was on jury duty actually in Key West. I had grand jury duty. We never got convened, but it was, I was hoping we would, but unfortunately there were no first degree murders or government malfeasance. So, yeah, <laughs> but no, it's a cool, it's a cool state, but it really is a funnel of crazy. Like the further South you go and you hit Key West and there's nowhere else to go. I mean, except for <laughs> the ocean. I mean, that's like the peak craziness right there, but it's cool. It's, it's fun. Um, actually to that point, we'll get back on top. Like I was driving back from Tampa today and right on I-4, the traffic slowed down. I don't know why. I look ahead of me, there's an RV with a, with a side door swinging. They don't, they don't realize that the side door, yeah. you know, is just swinging and as they're driving down the highway. And then there's a dude sitting in the back of his truck on the side of the road playing guitar. <laughs> and like thousands of cars everywhere. I don't oh know, my gosh. Insane. That's insane. Um, what was I gonna say? Are you... Let's see, so, oh yeah. So, are you going to do like multi-family housing, like like community pools, or maybe you already do? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's actually an, an interesting point. You say that. So, outside of the 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 backyard industry, the uh, the, the kind of what we call the commercial pool industry. So, like the yeah. you know the the HOAs, the public pools, the YMCA's. They're actually in many states required by law to actually measure their water three times a day. Wow. Um, and they have to keep logs for this stuff. Um, and if you go into that even deeper, they have to use the liquid, the liquid colors, the like reagent-based colorometry to measure their pool chemistry. So you can't use just any, any sensor on the market to basically augment that, um, mm -hmm. which is the cool part about what we built at Sutro is we actually use the same reagents, right? That's what's inside your little cartridge that you have um, that you just replaced. And what that does is that actually gives us the leverage to unlock an entire commercial market with the YMCA's, which the HOAs, to limit how much they need to test um, with, with a human. And the coolest thing is we actually get all of that stuff logged in the cloud, right? So now as users that are coming to that pool or if the um, you know, regulation says that the state or the city needs to see their logs, which they do, you just click a button, right? Through Sutra, you can be able to log in that pool if they're a public pool and make sure that that chemistry is actually accurate, which you as a user have the right to know if you're gonna be jumping into a public pool. Um, and so that's the cool thing we're able to do with our technology compared to the other guys out there in the market that really can't touch the commercial market. Okay, yeah, it's, and yeah, that could be just like displayed, like transparently, mm -hmm. like this is yeah. how, how good our pool is. Or I mean, you know, what if we had like an NFC tag or something, wouldn't that be so cool? You walk in there with your cell phone and it's like, hey, tap this to see our chemistry. Yeah. You tap it, it opens up a Sutro dashboard on your phone and you can just see the, the like actual chemistry of that pool as you're walking in there. Does it have a, 
because when we moved into our house, I think my daughter wasn't even two years old. So for insurance company, for our homeowner's insurance, we had to have measures and, and we didn't want to do one of those weird gates around the pool, um, mm. like temporary things. We have a, a, a fenced yard, but I think we just got an alarm on the sliding glass door. So she couldn't go out there. But I think we also at some point had like a vibration or a sensor that could tell if something or someone fell into the pool. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting, I think that might, that's an interesting, I don't know if, I mean, uh, there's a lot of things. And of course you like doorbells, they gotta be, I just focus on the door <laughs> and then yeah. I do the other <laughs> stuff, the cameras and stuff. But yeah, I mean, you're, 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 th- you're making pools safer and better and cleaner and hopefully better for the earth because people use less chemicals, and, you know, because they use the appropriate chemicals. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, completely within the mission of the company, right? You look at even our, you know, you, you asked this question earlier about the yeah. packaging. Uh, yeah. We have purposefully not used ink on, or very minimal ink on yeah. the actual box so that when that goes to the landfill, you don't have, you know, inks that are depleting in the landfill. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we, we are just extremely, we didn't want to, our, our competitors have batteries that just stay inside there and there's no way of changing them out. You have to just toss the device. I don't want I don't want lithium going into our landfills, and so we made we made a rechargeable you know hub that charges the batteries, and you swap them in and out. And so we just we took a look at you know how do you sustainably build a product? How do you make sure that we don't pollute the earth more with mm-hmm. with getting this out there? And we we truly do point towards the positive instead of you know just throwing something out there for the sake of throwing it out there just to make a make a quick buck. Um, and so that's why, you know, we have spent so much time on the sensor technology. We have looked at the packaging and make sure that it's sustainable um, and just made these decisions so that, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't hurt the earth more than we already are, you know, coming into tomorrow. So, yeah, I think it's cool. Um, what did I miss? What did I miss anything or do you have anything else to add? Um, what you let me know. Um, no, this was actually a really, really interesting conversation. Um, thank you, Jason. If you, you know, as, as you mentioned, if you want to do a follow-up and have us yeah. on, on YouTube or something, more than happy to do on video, I could even do like a little demo of our yeah. technology and kind of show the the internals. So that might be a good uh, part yeah. two coming up. Yeah, let's do that uh, anytime. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, that's, that's how I'm trying to do this for everybody else out there. Like just have conversations because um, half the time or a lot of the time I'm learning you know, and, and then hopefully people who listen or, and or watch this will learn as well, because the technology, a lot of people don't know about a lot of these cool technologies, you know, it's, uh, it's really, I think it, this is really, I didn't know about it. Jim, Jim reached out to me um, and it's really cool. And it's, you know, I'm not intentionally trying to like put all this smart stuff in my house, but like, once I have it, even my wife, she's so reluctant about a lot of this stuff but she's not you know it's but it's nice you know to know um say like if my bull guy gets COVID because he didn't get vaccinated and um you know then I gotta figure it out on my own you know it's <laughs> it's it's nice to have this information and and I didn't even think about that like but I mean why not if you got a pool you might as well you know people have s- smart stuff everywhere else it's a exactly. it's a large it's a lot of real estate you know to yeah. to, to take care of and, and, and the backyard honestly hasn't been touched, right? I think, and, and yeah. more importantly, the pool, like the stuff out there just is so clunky. It's, I mean, yeah. and, and I don't know how much, how much smart technology do you have on your pool right now? Nothing. I mean, besides Nothing, the right? sutra, yeah, yeah. That's, that, that, that just goes to say that, you know, there's like five or six security cameras out there. There's like three or four, you know, doorbell yeah. providers. There's so many smart home assistants, but like your pool is this, 
the quote unquote stupidest thing you have in your house, yeah. right? Like there's there's no smarts to it. And so yeah. we want to be at the at the front of that movement to to change yeah. that for people. And you know, somebody somebody like a Jason from Doorbell Ninja, you'd think that, you know, as you're packing all this smart stuff into your home, you'd think that yeah. you'd have all these options for your pool, but yeah. you don't, like there, there's nothing out there, so. Yeah, yeah, I printed up um, the one-pagers. My wife did, but I have oh. those. So I'm gonna start getting those out because customers, they'll ask me. That's that's why I'm, I decided to focus on doorbells because I realized early on and, and for the foreseeable future, like that's the big thing. That's the, mm -hmm. the gateway into the smart home for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and they almost always say, what else could I do, Yeah. right? And I go, well, you know, you could do one above your garage, smart thermostat. And then if they have a pool, mm -hmm. you know, I hand them a piece of paper or I hand them information. And I say, this is great. I have one. It's really neat. And sometimes I've found that people like, kind of like me, like even if they get, one piece of information from something like, you know, the doorbell, I hardly ever look at my, my notifications on my stuff, but like, if I'm busy or out of town, like I want to see when my wife and daughter leave, you know, she goes to take her to school. So that, then I can, you know, wait a minute or two and call and talk to them on the way or like yes. with this, just to like, know, cause I think, I think I have it connected to Alexa and I could say, Alexa, what's the pool temperature that is that remind me, is that that's doable. Right. And yeah, we, so we, we we haven't actually launched the um, okay. the Amazon Alexa skill set yet, but uh -huh. we actually do have a Google one that's out. So uh, okay. we're actually we're actually beta testing it right now. So we should totally get you on it and um, get yeah. you get you asking your Google what the what the temperature and the chemistry of your pool is. Yeah, that'd be cool because I could say, you know, just like I could say, hey Google, I have both in my house, but I have the Nestio lock, so I can say, hey Google, is the front door locked? Yeah. Um, and this would be cool. Hey, hey Google or Amazon. Or Siri, um, like, is the pool is it is the pool safe to swim in or something? And that'd be really yeah. neat, actually. Or what the exactly. temperature is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I'm I'm excited. Like, it's uh, it's you know, it's it's rare to see something like new and unexpected um, in the smart home space. And I I'm sure you you know, you see how well this will grow and integrate. And um, I think it's it's really neat. Awesome, yeah. Thank you so much. And let's um let's definitely do that 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 part two where I can kind of give you the uh, the you know rip apart the technology and we can walk through exactly how it's built. Um, yeah. And we'll definitely get you on that on that Google Home beta beta list. Oh, awesome! I appreciate that. Yeah, and um, yeah, it, I I'm excited about the video. So we'll chat we'll chat offline about that about the logistics. But yeah, that'd be really cool to do that to see the the demo. Yeah, definitely. That'd be great, Jason. Perfect. Well, thank you very much and uh, keep in touch. Awesome. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show again, Jason. Uh, you too. Bye. All right. Bye.